Welcome to Smart Finance 360, the podcast where money matters meet innovative thinking. Every week, we dive deep into the world of finance, exploring trends, debunking myths, and bringing you the latest insights from industry experts. Whether you're a seasoned investor, a financial newbie, or somewhere in between, this is your go-to source for becoming financially savvy. Welcome to another episode of Smart Finance 360. We have Alicia Call here. She is becoming a CPA. So a big thing I wanted to talk about is there's a lot of people out there that have no idea, myself included, how can I become a CPA? You know, So for you, what was kind of your journey at first? Um, what kind of inspired you to become a CPA? You told me a little bit earlier that we were talking about you, you were doing pre-med before, but kind of what, what kind of happened there? What was kind of the, the transition of, of everything that's happened? Yeah, well, I realized um, that... I wanted to become a mother eventually, and when I started, I didn't have any prospects. <laughs> gotcha. That's great. So your mother, how many kids do you have? I have three children. Oh, awesome. And how old are they? Um, my oldest is 25, and it's a boy, and then I have a girl, 22, and another girl who's 20. Oh, that's great. So were you doing school before, and then you became a mother, and then you circled back, or how did that work um, for you? Yeah, I was I um, was in school and met my husband gotcha. while we were getting our bachelors, okay. and um, kind of did the the typical thing at the time, mm-hmm. um, where you get married and you put your husband through, and yep. then you go back. But a lot of times, <laughs> what happens is women realize that. Uh, motherhood is such a full-time job oh, yeah. that two full-time jobs to, yeah it's it's <laughs> a lot of work and um so it's hard to go back to school but um it was it was always a goal of mine and my husband's that that's awesome I, when did you go back to school um i went back i i started back in kind of slowly and it was about 2017 2016. Okay, cool. I was taking a couple of classes, kind of testing the water, yeah. and um, and um, with the support of my husband, I was able to jump in full and uh, finish. I got my bachelor's in 2019 and my master's in 2020. Oh, that's great. So um, you're on your journey to become a CPA. Does it matter what kind of degrees you can get to become one? Like, what's kind of the, how? What are the prerequisites to to become a CPA? What do you have to do? Okay, so to um, become a CPA, you have to take the CPA exam. Okay. But to be able to take the CPA exam, you have to have 120 hours of accounting. Gotcha. Um, Whether classes. it be at, at classes and job or just classes. Classes. Okay. Um, and so you can't sit for the CPA exam unless you've basically got a, a bachelor's. Okay. And that changes from state to state, but Utah right now is um, 120 hours, 20. which is about a bachelor's. So it's about a bachelor's degree in accounting or accounting classes. In accounting, okay. yeah. Um, That's uh, great. And so did you get your uh, bachelor's degree in accounting? I did. That's cool. And then when you said you got your master's, what did you get your master's in? I got my master's in MTAX. It's Master's of Taxation. Okay. Um, it's one of, it's not, um, there aren't very many of those programs. Yeah. What, what, tell me a little bit about that program. What is it? It's uh, done through Weber. It's the only one in Utah uh, is through Weber. There are definitely more. Around. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. But um, it just focuses on tax. Uh tax and tax planning rather than 
um, all of the other CPA. Yeah, so it focuses on tax and tax planning. What's kind of the difference between just the the normal every year? Oh, I gotta do my taxes. Gotta you know submit my W two or submit whatever I have. What kind of goes and what entails that with the tax planning? What's kind of the whole program for for clients? Can you kind of tell me a little bit how that works? Um, let's see. Like what you mean is is yeah, just I- with that master's degree. What what does that end up like? For application, I guess, for clients, oh, okay. experience okay. and stuff like that. So for the masters, um, obviously you'd pick between classes. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's several ones that you can actually take. Uh, but I took like retirement. Oh, okay. And uh, I took state taxes, which are, you, you couldn't ever do that with just the amount of time. There's so many different states, but <laughs> it does, lot. basically what it does is it tells you that you could never do that. So yeah, I got <laughs> you what at least saying. know your limits. Now you know, yeah. <laughs> at least you can see um, in the right direction, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you learn a lot more about uh, business, a lot more in the business taxes. There's a lot really to good. there. There's a lot so of nuance to it. Um, there. With that nuance of business taxes, tell me a little bit about what is kind of... Um, I would say, essential for a self-employed client to use a CPA? What are the benefits of using a CPA for a, a you know, a self-employed person? Oh, okay. Well, first of all, um, <laughs> I think anybody who's self-employed should use a CPA. I know there's a lot out there that know that they I agree. That know a lot. And, um, and a few of them actually do quite well at doing their own taxes. Majority Word. of them, few. <laughs> majority of them are um, just trying to save money. And yes. to be honest, most of the people that we have done taxes for, they pay us a fee, but with what we understand and know and can save them, they end up saving way more money using they the CPA. Save more. Uh, very rarely do that. That's not more. opinion. That's a fact. I've seen it time yeah, and time again. It's true. Uh, there are maybe the savvy ones that can do the self serve taxes, but what I've seen, there's pros and cons to both. So uh, obviously, sometimes the pro could be on self serve. Maybe you could save that fee in your mind, right? Right. Um, or you can have a little more control if you're just doing it. Maybe they're a doer. Maybe they do know, like you said, they're savvy enough. They can do it. But mm-hmm. the cons, there's a lot of cons there. There's you know, if you're doing it yourself, like you can only know what you can know. Like a CPA, yeah. like you said, has yeah. an accounting degree, possibly a master's degree. They've passed a series of tests and they know the laws. They know the, the tax breaks. They know how to help you. Whereas you only know so much as a business owner yourself and you only have so much time as a business owner yourself. So I've seen so many more pros to use a CPA compared to cons. I just, I've seen it across the board, especially when buying a house, right? When you're buying a house- yeah. It's really nice to be able to talk to your CPA, talk to your loan officer as well when you're self-employed, just to get a good game plan of how you want to structure and and do your taxes. Some people want to get aggressive and they want to you know mm-hmm. write off some things, buy a lot of assets for their company first. Yeah, for sure. But it's nice to talk to a CPA first to say, hey, should I buy all these assets first, or should I save and you know and and pay my taxes and show my income here and pay so I can afford this mortgage this way, and so. I always tell people that if you're self-employed, please use a CPA. It yeah. just I it makes my life so much easier. My CPA has so many more, you know, insights that I had no idea existed of great legal things I can do 
to not only save money, but also make my business better. Like, you know, I, I really like that on that piece. So the benefits outweigh so much more to become a, a you know, to be when you're self-employed to, to use a CPA. So for you on how to become a CPA, so you said you got to, you got to have a degree, which is up to 120 hours ish mm -hmm. in Utah. Do you have to have a master's or can you just get a degree and then pass um, the test? You have to have a master's basically yeah. to. Gotcha. So if you're looking to become a CPA someday, you're probably going to want to be looking at least five, six years of school that you're going to want to go to college. It takes about five. Probably. Yeah, about five. And then tell me a little bit about that test. You said there was a little bit of changings this year for the Utah exam yeah. for CPA. What's kind of entails on that? So each test. So you take four tests. Um, That's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of tests. And each test is about four and a half hours long. Wow. Um, so the tests are four and a half hours long. Do you like, can you like take one back to back to back if you want? Can you take one this day? Like, do they have like a set time that you have to wait to take the other ones? With the new changes, um, they have changed how you can take them. You could, uh, most likely you could take them back to back to back, gotcha. but they do have windows that you can take. They have what they call the core okay. um, information. And then they also have uh, the new information, which Do you have to take all it. four tests or can you have a specialized? Of no, you have to take all four. There's gotcha. right now there is six tests. Wow. Like a month ago, there was four tests. Okay. And so now there's uh, six. six. So it went from four. So, so now you need to prepare that there's going to be six tests. If you're yeah, but you only need to take one of the last three tests. Gotcha. Okay. And it doesn't matter what order you take them in. You can take them whatever order you want. You just have to pass them all. Okay. Well, I mean, that I think that's... It, there's tests to become a loan officer. There's tests to become a real estate agent. There's all these other tests as well. I think it's important that people have to like, you know, and I'm a terrible test taker myself. Uh -huh. So, you know, to become a loan officer, I failed my first time by one point. It's not, not easy. The, the right. test, I can't imagine how much harder I'm not trying to like make people feel that or want to become a CPA that are listening to this. You know, I don't want to discourage them, but like, Listen, it's you know it's it's a great thing to be able to be uh these that's why CPAs are so amazing because they've gone they've done the tough work they've done the things they need to do yeah and they know their stuff and so I, I actually appreciate that there are really good standards to become a CPA so yeah, uh, yeah. that's that's cool so you mean I mean it's good to know that uh, our our financial institutions are in good hands by the CPAs have good process so a uh, quick recap you want to have at least twenty hours. You'll probably a bachelor and master's degree, and then you're going to prepare for a series of tests. Once you're done with those tests, uh, are there further specializations that you can do and focus on? Like, for example, I don't. A top of my head could be, you know, we got forensic accounting, right? Do you, you got forensic CPAs, or is there different types of fields that you have to take different tests for? How does that work? Um, yeah, there's different trainings that you can take uh, to specialize in certain areas, like forensic accounting. Yeah. Uh, a lot of that um, is we have to have continuing education every year. Okay, so there is CE. Yep. Yeah, and there's a lot for accountants. I know my husband's in the medical field, uh -huh. and we have double the amount that the medical <laughs> field has. <Dang. laughs> um, so there's a lot. Uh, but that, a lot of that is because the field changes every year with new laws. Um, it's true. So you got to adapt so, on that yeah. piece. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for you, I mean, why did you like 
to decide to become a CPA? What was, what was kind of your deciding factor of, of you know, I want to be a CPA? Um, I enjoy log- logic. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do better, I should say. I do better with logic rather than, um, like, the English language was yeah. always a little foreign to me, even though that's the only one I speak. <laughs> Um, I see what you're saying, though. Yeah. So, and that's what a lot of people think that accounting is. You have to be good at math, and you you have to have basic math skills for sure. But a lot of it is just uh, logic, puzzling together. Lots. Yeah, critical thinking. Uh huh. And then knowing the loss. Yeah. So it's it's a lot of that. So. And and so it's something that you know if you if you like to figure out a puzzle. Um, CPA would be a great job because there's a lot of different things sure. that you have to do that you'll enjoy in order to, you know, you got to get creative at times, you, you know, and it's mm-hmm. it's really nice yeah. to have that financial support as a self-employed or even a W-2 person that wants to buy an investment property. It's great to call your CPA mm-hmm. and get a rundown of what can I do. So uh, I think the biggest thing, you know, that I wanted to preface here is that it's really cool if now we know how to become a CPA. So that's that's great. And then the second thing is that it's really important to use a CPA if you're self-employed or if you're a W-2, you know, you work for sure. a company because you're you're going to save money. It's just they, they, yeah. they've been through a series of testings and education. They've done all these things to help yeah. you. It's the same thing I say with financial advisors. You know, it's like, hey, look, you can try to go to the open market and do it yourself. But these guys have a series of trainings, schooling and things yeah. that they have to pass. It's just going to be a lot easier said and done. And on my side, on the loan side, having a good CPA makes changes everything because the way the underwriter looks at the taxes, they can tell, oh, wow, you got a good CPA because they did it right. They did it correct. And we see the things, the strategies that they did that, oh, this is a great strategy for them to be able to add back in depreciation because we can count that on the loan side. So there's different rules on what we can count on the loan side compared to what CPAs do for helping people save taxes um, when they're filing their taxes. So there's different write-offs that we can actually add back in on the loan side mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, and it's really cool to have a CPA that knows that. So they suggest certain things for their clients, say, hey, yeah. you can you can write this off, but you can also add this back in if you want to buy a house. Whereas if you were to do that yourself, you don't know that possibly and you could miss out on being approved and i've seen so many scenarios in my career of nightmares of people that did a self-serve tax Uh and they didn't add what they could be which example i use is depreciation it's like you could have easily written this off as depreciation they wrote they wrote off their taxes in a different avenue which was the same result for saving their taxes on the tax size for saving um, or getting a refund but on the mortgage side I couldn't add back in depreciation because you didn't write it off. You didn't have any depreciation. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. They should have talked to a CPA, yeah. so. And a lot of the savings are in the planning. Yes, exactly. Um, and we do work often with loan. We, we prefer yeah. to work with them instead of against them. Yes, that's the biggest <laughs> thing. A lot of times I tell people as well is like, hey, when you're done filing, you're about ready to file your taxes, if there's any way I could look at it as well and talk with your CPA, because the CPA yeah. sometimes doesn't know the game plan of what you're trying to do if like, they're trying to buy a house. Yeah. Like I had a phone call this other day with a, a CPA and I said, hey, they're trying to get qualified for this much amount. Um, what some certain things that they needed to do? Is there any other, you know, strategies that we can figure out for them to be able to, you know, kill two birds with one stone and 
the CPA is able to figure that out. So it's yeah. really important to yeah. have that. Um, and yeah, I, I do appreciate every single time I see a self-employed client getting a loan when they have a CPA, I'm like, thank you. <laughs> so happy. Cause I know I have a professional I can call and talk to. Cause a lot of times I'll tell people too, that like, Hey, look, when you're getting a loan and the underwriter is asking for something that the CPA could probably have on the spot for you, mm-hmm. self-serve yeah. companies, it's going to be a battle to get that. So that's another really important thing for people to know and understand. So well, geez, you're great. Alicia, thank you so much for being on this. They're, they're quicker podcast, but uh, any last things you, you'd like to say as far as I was asked to ask, what's your why? Why do you like doing it? And uh, I liked that you said, you know, you like to, it's basically to, to critically think and uh, put the puzzle together. But is there anything last things you'd like to say uh, about, you know, the benefits of using a CPA? Um, I guess just to, to reemphasize that, getting your financials together and having them be accurate um, will definitely be a boon to you if you want to want to grow. I think that uh, we can get people's paperwork for their businesses and look at it and, and, and say, you know what, this person is going to thrive. Yes. Or this person may stay in business, but it's going to be an uphill battle the whole time um, just because the financials are a big key to understanding your business. And if you can understand what's going on in your business financially, then you know uh, what you need to do to make it thrive and what you need to do. Um, if, if there's a downturn in the economy, you can understand uh, yeah, where point. you can save or where you can um, push. So uh, CPAs help with that bookkeepers help with that Uh, mostly cpas can look at that and when they do your taxes and say okay this is what we need to do so uh just the planning alone i think is a reason to go to a cpa if you're self-employed um yeah you don't know what you don't know yeah you don't i love that mic drop right there you don't know what you don't know that's the smartest thing please use a cpa because they you just nailed it on the head right there it's exactly peace of mind that you can understand, evaluate where your business is heading, where your business could go, and mm-hmm. they can just have so much more arsenal of ideas to help you grow. So thanks so much, Alicia, for being on. Uh, if you ever want to become a CPA, this is a great podcast for you to listen to. Thank you so much for having me.